This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode 97 of the Holland Assets Podcast. My name is Craig. Over there, he is Chris. The one and only. Same guy coming back. I've known so many Chris's. It's one of the most, you know, I get called Chris a lot. <laughs> it is. It is a pretty common name. <laughs> anyway, Chris, how you doing this I'm, week? I'm doing well. How about you? Good. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad myself. I, um, yeah, let's see. I'm trying to think if I have anything to uh, update you on, but I don't well, you, think you I have do. Some, I don't know. You've got some pretty big news with the, you were just talking about with your business. Well, that's true. You know what, Chris? I just hired my first employee. That's awesome. Congratulations. And, That's exciting. Well, thank you. I, yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, it, to be perfectly frank, uh, one of the things that made me confident enough to do it, that's not to say I have any idea what I'm doing, but one of the <laughs> things that made me feel confident enough to do it was all the conversations we've had about how to go about hiring and what it means to hire somebody and what to do with an employee and, you know, kind of, uh, yeah, how to go through the process, the mechanics of it, the theory behind it, all that stuff has been really helpful. So I hope people Good. have seen or heard those episodes. And if they haven't, definitely dip back into the archive. So speaking of which, Chris, people should go to hollandassetsllc.com to check out the full uh, show notes for this episode and for the full archives of past episodes that we've done. Uh, so you can go there, you can comment on the episodes, and yes, we do read those. Uh, you can. I I responded to a couple today. Did you really? I did. Yeah. Uh, hey, good for you. Making a little time, Chris. Yep. Uh, that's good. Uh, people can find us on Facebook as well, Holland Assets on Facebook. Just remember there's no G, and you'll find us just fine. Uh, one thing I have not posted yet on Chris or on Facebook, Chris, is the picture that I got from a buddy who was driving down the uh, the road, high, Highway I-80. Sorry, Highway down i-80 and saw a hall and assets truck. Really? Oh, yeah. that's cool. so he texted me the picture and nice he said, hey, so we, we have even in people outside of the industry that are seeing them and uh recognizing that that's, that's right cool. that's right yeah awesome. anyway so uh yeah i uh, hope everybody will go check those places out obviously leave a five-star review if you appreciate this show and the stuff we do here on this show now Chris, today's topic uh is the five w's what'd you say the five w's of a mentor okay so mentorship Yep. This is a different topic. This is not one that we have really talked about. Maybe we've mentioned it a couple times here and there, but I, I don't think we've ever dug into this. I'm much. actually surprised that we've gone this far. Yeah. And this is the first time we're dedicating an episode to this topic. Because, yeah, like you said, I think we've touched on it a little bit here and there, but mm-hmm. it's really such an important thing. So I. Well, and we'll we'll get we'll get into that. All right, all right. So mentorship is the topic today. But before we get into that, I was going to ask you for a story, but Chris, you wanted, or you know, kind of what's happening this week. Uh, but you wanted to get into a little plug for Motor Carrier HQ. Yeah, something which, we don't do very often. Which, frankly, we should. And I, I hope honestly, and this, this is. Uh, this is very sincere. I hope people appreciate that, that you have not used the Holland Assets podcast as just a plug machine for all these other things that you have going on. Um, I appreciate that. And in fact, sometimes I kind of bug you a little bit about it. Hey, you yeah. should eh, throw a little plug it, in there. I, this is like, to me, it's kind of an indication that I should probably plug it a little more often because <laughs> I've never gotten a, a, a complaint for plugging my other businesses. <laughs> so nobody's mad you're doing nobody's something wrong. Nobody's mad that I'm doing it, <laughs> not do it. But I've had several people 
like tell me I need to plug my other businesses more often. Yeah. So well, yeah, we've mentioned them a few times, Motor Carrier HQ, and you've got a factoring company and, and that sort of thing. Um, but you wanted to talk specifically about Motor Carrier HQ and we'll do that quickly. What is it you wanted to bring up? Just wanted to say like a, a lot of people, obviously, that listen to this podcast have the an interest in starting a trucking company. And I should hope so. Yeah, we, that's kind of why, why, why we're here. <laughs> and I, I just want to let people know that at Motor Carrier HQ, we've got business coaches that kind of help people through that entire process. And it's always better to get in that and have a phone call with one of our business coaches as early on as possible. They're free. We don't charge anything for them. We answer your questions and our business coaches will kind of help somebody walk through the process, you know, what they need, what they don't help them kind of develop a customized game plan. Cause everybody's got a little bit different goals or different kinds of trekking companies, different things people do. And you know, that triggers, you know, some people have to jump through hoop A, other people have to jump through hoop B or C, and some people have to jump through A, B, and C. And so right. it's just a matter of figuring out what you have to do, how much it's going to cost. And we can help you line all that out. So even if you're not, you know, if you're planning on starting tomorrow, great. But if you're not planning on starting for two years down the road, you'll at least have an idea of what you need to do to get from where you are today to starting your company. Yeah, no, I think this is really good because uh, I've known this about myself. One of the things that stops us from starting something, whether it's a company or a project or, you know, whatever, a hobby, the thing that stops us from starting sometimes is just not knowing where to start. Yeah. What is step one? Uh, you know, and then you can kind of, all right, so I figured out step one and I can go from there, but not knowing what step one is. So what you're saying is if this is something you feel like you want to do uh, concretely, I really want to start a trucking company, whether it's going my on my own or, you know, building a little fleet or whatever the case may be. Step one can simply be call a coach at Motor Carrier HQ and they can kind of get you set on the path. Right. Yeah, that's that's exactly. That's a good way to put it. Um, one, One thing that I also like. One thing that we are really proud of at Motor Carrier HQ that I want to talk a little bit about is. Um, our customer service. Like when, when we say, or when I say that, Hey, this call is free, there's no obligation, anything like that. We truly mean it. And, and I think one thing that I'm proud of is, is setting up that culture where you're going to get well taken care of. And so what I would say is, you know, to give us a call, just Google motor carrier HQ, look at us, look at our reviews. We're over 500 reviews now and a 4.9 star rating and just read through some of the reviews that people leave. Like we truly, you can see through the reviews that people write that we truly do everything we can to make your experience with us good and um, make you feel like you're part of the family and really try to do what is in your best interest. And uh, we're, we're proud of, of all those good reviews and the yeah. way we treat people and you know, I, I think you'll find that it's a, it's a good experience working with us. It's like you said earlier, you, you do things if, if you're, if you are, uh, well-intentioned and have that good customer service, as you say, that's building long-term relationships and that's what yep. you guys are all about. So, and, and we, we will do things like I, I tell our people all the time, um, put the client's interest first, not our business interest first. And in the long run, that's going to be better for our business interests. Like there you it's, go. You, you always put the client's interest first. And so don't try to sell them something they don't need. Don't try to pressure them into something they don't want. You know, do what's best for the client. Yeah, Give them the go. options. Let them decide what's right. 
Well, uh, and as a handsome bonus, Chris, when they get to MotorCarrierHQ.com, they can also buy that schmancy t-shirt you're wearing yeah, right there. So, yeah, yeah there's, a little, the store and, there's a little store. <laughs> yeah, check, check out one of the t-shirts. So, all right, Chris, that's enough commercial. Should we, uh, should we get into our topic for Let's today? Let's do it, yeah. All right, so the main topic here is the five W's of mentor or mentorship, mentoring, mentors. But yeah, getting a mentor, a mentor. Okay, kind of so thing. how do you want to start with this? Where, What brought this up? Why why did you want to do this topic today? I've, I So I just recently got a new job with the Army National Guard. And as part of that new job, I whenever I start a new position, I like to individually pull aside each one of the people that I'm a supervisor for and do what's called an initial counseling, where you kind of sit down with them, you talk about what your expectations are, kind of your philosophy with how you work, get to know them a little bit. And and you do this formally with, with in writing, you give them a paper, they sign it, you sign it. And so everybody's kind of on the same page. Mm. And one of the topics that I talk about is, is it's important to have a mentor, you kind of a career mentor that you, especially somebody that's not really in your chain of command that you can go to and ask ideas about, you know, how do I, you know, get, you know, progress my career or just, you know, all kinds of sorts of different topics. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, mentorship's an important thing for me in the military. I, I probably should talk a little bit more about that in the podcast. Cause mm. it, same thing with in business, like mentors have had a big impact on me and my businesses over the years. And I think having a good mentor is incredibly important and can be incredibly impactful for your business. So when we talk about five W's of mentors or mentorship, uh, I assume this is like a who, what, when, where, why kind of situation, right? That's exactly what it is. Okay. So, uh, Chris, if we can start, maybe we start with the who, because I've got a question for you. How do you find a mentor? How do you approach a mentor? Okay. This is more than one question, but <laughs> how do you approach a mentor? And how do you, I guess, uh, how do you impose on someone or at least maybe feel like you're imposing on someone where you say, Hey, I need you to do this and help me out. I'm not going to pay you anything, but I'm hoping that <laughs> you know, that, uh, you're somebody who can help me do this. Right? It, it's kind of interesting. Cause we're going to talk a little bit about that, especially <laughs> that kind of apprehension yeah. a little bit, um, because it's, it's real and, and you don't, you know, if you're looking for a mentor, you're looking for somebody that's successful, right? You don't mm-hmm. want to be, have a mentor that's just kind of not <laughs> done super well in life. You want somebody right. that's really good. And so it, it can be intimidating to ask them for help. Um, usually they're busy people, but I think that's kind of a, a little bit of a misunderstood piece. Like I, I think back in the, the mentors that I've had over the years and, and they've, you know, everybody from my grandpa that taught me how to work when I was working on the farm to my dad who taught me about business and um, good principles in life and, and, and things like that to, um, you know, business leaders that I've been fortunate enough to have mentor me a little bit. Um, they're usually pretty, willing and sometimes even anxious i may not be the right word but super super willing to help out yeah you know nobody that's gotten to a successful position in life has gotten there alone and and most people want to pay that back and yeah i guess it's just kind of a psychological thing right you if you and and frankly if you ask somebody and they say no that's not really a loss because you you might not have wanted that person as a mentor yeah. in the long run after all, right? So yeah. what's the worst that could happen if you approach somebody and say, hey, I... I they say what, no. Yeah, I, I'd love to deal. meet with you 
few times a year and uh, go over kind of what I'm doing and get your take on it. Yep. Right. Okay. So how do you find somebody, Chris? Let's, before we oh. get there, I, I want to look. So I, I, who, what, when, where, why? Yeah. So let's start okay. with the who. Oh, is that, is that how? There's, yeah, there's an order. Oh. So okay. the how is actually ahead. an H. <laughs> there's a W in there. It's yeah, fine. Kind of something like that. Okay. So let's stick with who then. What the do you want to, what so do you want to bring up with that? The, the first thing, the first point I want to make is don't feel like you have to have just one mentor. Like a lot of the time it's good to have a couple mentors. And I'm thinking, you know, within the trucking industry, it's probably good to have somebody in trucking and then have another mentor that is a good business person outside of the trucking industry. Um, because they can give you kind of a different perspective. It's kind of the whole thing. You know, diversity is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And I think with, with mentors, diversity is a good thing. And, and you may have one that's really good at operations and you may have another mentor who's really good at sales or marketing or, you know, has run a brokerage or, you know, is a shipper or something like that. You know, so don't feel like you don't limit yourself necessarily to just just one, but uh, be willing to look at others. And I, I'd recommend one in the industry and one outside of the industry at a minimum. Okay. All right. Uh, what about, aren't there um, professional organizations that do this? Like it's not necessarily you have to go out and hunt somebody down, but there are organizations you can join? Yeah, there are. So I think a good source for mentors is the SBA, the Small Business Administration. They've, mm. they've got some good resources. We'll talk a little bit more about that in the end. But, you know, I kind of look at, at some of the things that have been really impactful for me. Um, I went through what's called the Goldman Sachs 10,000 small business program. And, and I kind of look at that as a mentor. Um, it, it's, it's basically like getting an MBA, not, it, it only, it's only about a, I think a three to four month course. You meet once, sometimes twice a week over that period of time with a class of about 20 other individuals, and you focus on building essentially, they call it your growth plan, but it's like a business plan. Um, you learn about finances, you learn about a whole bunch of other things and, 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 you know, you develop a plan, you've got a mentor that comes and visits you once a week during that whole program. Um, and, and it's so that to me, that's, that's kind of a, a mentorship thing as well. Um, I think that's a good example. I did it. Nate's actually in that program right now. And they've got them in cities all across the country. Plus there's one that they do remotely. So even if there isn't one in your area, you can find mm. an, an, op, uh, an option to do that. And it's something that Goldman Sachs does in conjunction with, I think it's the SBA. Um, so it's partially government funded. It's partially private funded and it's free, but it's, it's, there's a huge value to it. Like if you had that same level of education somewhere else, you'd probably be paying 10 grand plus for it. Yeah, which you probably can do, right? There are. I'm sure there's other other paid, things. Paid versions of this. Yeah, I'm sure. There's there's other groups. Do you, have you ever heard of what a mastermind group is? Sure. Yeah, my brother's in one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I've thought about it myself actually, and, and I think they're a, a good thing. I've I haven't been in like your traditional mastermind group, but I've been in something that's very similar to it, um, and and that's a good way. That's so a mastermind for people that don't know is is basically. Oftentimes it's a group of, you know, five or six people that you get together on a regular basis. You know, maybe it's five other entrepreneurs and you, you kind of talk through challenges or struggles that you're having, or, um, you know, you bring ideas to them and you can kind of, you know, you, you basically have a sounding board for your ideas and you, you talk through things. And, you know, some people may have, you know, one of the people in the mastermind group may have a big accounting background and can help you solve an accounting problem mm. or something like that. And they, they kind of hold you accountable to goals, help you set goals. It's, it, it's, it's a really 
good thing. And, and oftentimes there's free ones and there's some that you kind of pay for. Um, I, I think having something like that is, is, you know, essentially can fill kind of that same role as what a mentor hmm. would. Okay. All right. So anything else on who should we move on to what I assume yeah, what, what is next? One more point. And we kind of talked a little bit about this a little bit ago at the beginning is find a mentor who's been successful. Oh, right. Yeah. You like, said somebody, not, yeah, not somebody who's, you, you don't want the guy <laughs> um, who's kind of struggled along or maybe talks a big talk, but you'll know, find somebody who's been there and done that, you know, like has actually been successful. Mm. And, and in reality, you want to find somebody who's achieved the level of success that you're trying to get to. So you take, for example, in the trucking world, you know, if, if you want to grow your fleet to a hundred trucks, you probably don't want a 10 truck fleet owner to be your mentor. You want to find somebody that's grown their fleet to a hundred right. trucks, ideally, yeah, or even 50, you know, at least gotten most of the way there. Yeah. Let me throw one more question at you, a possible wrinkle, family members. Okay. So you, you brought up your grandfather, you brought up your father, and a lot of that just has to do with understanding things as you grow up, right? This is a natural mentor, right? right? But once you get to a certain point in your career, is it awkward in any way? Is it uh, undesirable to bring family members into a, mem- a mentorship relationship if they, if you feel like, hey, they could actually help me out? But you know, like they say, don't go into business with family or whatever. I think if it's the right person, you could. Like, I, I wouldn't have a formal mentorship relationship with like an immediate family member hmm. necessarily. I think it's good to kind of have a step away from that, but. Like I've got some uncles that have been pretty successful in business that I think would make good mentors, um, uh, some aunts too. And, and so like, I don't, I I think it's okay to have that family member, but I'd try to find somebody who meets that other, you know, that success level that I've talked about. That's probably key critical point number one, but if they meet that and, and you feel like you've got a relationship that you can be frank and honest with them and you you feel like you can divulge your financial information to and and they'll keep it confidential and it won't go through the grapevine and the family and you don't want it to do that then mm. uh, you know that's another thing you might want to consider with a family member is, right you know because if you're going to have somebody that's a true mentor you want to be able to just discuss things frankly with them yeah. and okay. for some people that might not feel comfortable if they're a family member fair enough all right so that gets us through who the next one would be what but i don't know what how how what works so <laughs> in this what, uh, particular equation what do you look for is kind oh, of okay. is kind of what i'm um going here with this one and, and so we actually kind of talked a little bit about that already the you know the you, you want somebody who's kind of attained the same level of success um you know roughly who's you know if you're looking for that mentor in the trucking industry somebody that's done what you're trying to do somebody who is similar. or has been where you want to be yep right like i again okay you know it if you want to grow to say even just a 10 truck fleet, you probably don't want an owner operator as your mentor because that's not really their wheelhouse. Yeah. You know, you want somebody who's, who's done what you're trying to do. So, uh, like you said, we've kind of been over that already. So let's move on to when, when do you do the mentorship thing? Is this uh, kind of like we were talking about earlier? The first step is to call motor carrier HQ, right? Uh, is finding a mentor the first step? Is finding a mentor something you do after you've been at it for a year or two? What What's the when here? Oh, this one's easy. Okay. Now, <laughs> wherever you're at in the process, I was afraid just you're going to say it. that. You know, it's 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 an important thing to have it. So first off, it's never too soon to get a mentor, and 
second second of all it's never too late so if you haven't got one and you know you're five years into this and you've got 10 trucks and you don't have one get one it's never too late yeah the sooner you can get one the better all right fair enough uh where so where i mean you kind of talked about how with the with the goldman sachs thing there were local and uh remote groups available is that what we're getting at? Like so where I'm, I'm going to break it into two parts. That's okay. one of them. All right. The first part is I think it's critical that you have a mentor who you can meet with face to face. So find somebody local to you. So that's the first part of where meet them for lunch and you're buying. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Like take them to lunch. That's not a bad, that's not a bad way to do it. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, especially even successful people can, Everybody's got to eat, can find time to spend an hour eating lunch and Mm -hmm. answering your questions and helping you out. So where do you look? And we talked a little bit about this. Um, First, here's kind of where I want to talk about that, that fear of, you know, approaching somebody who's successful and asking you them to be a mentor. And in my experience, I have found that most successful people, like I said earlier, have gotten there because somebody else has helped them along the way. And, and once they've achieved a certain level of success, most people want to, um, you know, pay back, you know, to pay help, it forward, pay it forward. Yeah. yeah. They, they want to, they'd love to mentor somebody else just like they got mentored and help see somebody else be successful. There's really nothing for most people in life. Like I, for, for me, there's not many things more gratifying than helping somebody out and see them achieving a level of success that you kind of help them with like that. That's super gratifying. Most successful people have had that happen to them and they want to make that happen for somebody else. And you know, one of the, I'm, I'm casting my mind out to hear the objections to this sort of thing. You know, the, this is a, it's (laughs) that, that would be an impolite term to use. It's it's a circular (laughs) form of, uh, you know, helping each other out. So it, Oh, the the rich get richer. It's only it's who you know. It's what you know. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, and it it is you know if you've built social capital like that, hey, it is beneficial to you and use it. Uh, but if you haven't, if you're not in that situation where uh, you know I I know bunch of successful people like you just rattled off. Yeah, my dad, my aunts, my uncles, uh, like all these people are successful in business. Well, shoot, you know I don't know that many entrepreneurs myself. Um, but I would say, okay, so if you don't have the same kind of social capital as somebody else, that's that's a disadvantage, but there are ways you can overcome that. I mean, you already talked about the organizations, right? Yeah. So those formalized organizations, whether it's a mastermind group or the Goldman Sachs group or whatever, uh, start building your own social capital and you'll, it'll, you'll have to do it from scratch yeah. in a way, right? But it's still possible for you to do. One thing that we've talked about a decent amount on this podcast is networking. And that's kind of how you get started is just, is, is networking. And so let's, let's kind of take a step back here and say, okay, so where can we network? Um, let's start with social networks. So Facebook, LinkedIn, um, you know, LinkedIn's really good where, you know, you can kind of use LinkedIn to see, you know, friends of friends, right. And see what their, specialties are and you can kind of look for them and then reach out to your friend and say, Hey, I noticed you've got this guy that's part of your LinkedIn network. That's done this. Do you know him or her? Well, can you reach out to him and give me an introduction? I mean, that that's, that's one way to do it. It's, it's a little bit harder, but certainly very possible. 
Um, but you know, just talking to the people who are around you, you know, and, and even if it's finding, hey, my dad knows this guy that did this, and it doesn't have to be somebody you know directly, but even if it's somebody that you know that knows them, oftentimes that's all it takes to get an introduction done and yeah. and find somebody who who can who can mentor you. Okay. Well, uh, anything else on the uh, the where, where to find people and, and all of that that you want to talk about? So I, I've got just a couple of like actual, so um, the lo- local trucking association, you're going to find lots of trucking mm. company owners there. I'd, I'd use that as a, as a possibility. So we talked a little bit about the SBA, Small Business Administration. They actually have tons of resources for this thing, these kind of things. Uh, and they're in every somewhat major city across the country and and they've got programs like I, I think this is part of the sba if i remember right it's called score s-c-o-r-e it's an acronym i can't remember what the acronym i probably should have done a little bit whoa of prep whoa for this. whoa you're always quizzing me about acronyms here chris <laughs> and now you come without I, knowing one i know terrible <laughs> but um, maybe if i write it down on a spreadsheet you'll remember it. maybe but the, the like <laughs> the score program has a bunch of um a, a lot of them are like retired people who have been successful in life that want to volunteer their time and help other people be successful in life. And so it's, it's designed to help people who are trying to start businesses, find some of those resources and some of the expertise and it's all free. Like the SBA actually has a lot of good things that can, that that can help people The the United States government wants businesses to be successful. It creates revenue for them exactly. and so they, they put some money into that out of the so, goodness of their hearts yeah, out of the good yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's and so the sba is uh, that's a website you can go to right it's I, probably sba.gov uh, yep. or something and just uh, start ser- searching for resources there yep okay all right so any other uh, resources you want to talk yeah, about yeah your your community college of oftentimes have mm. business and entrepreneurship programs that can help out with some of those kind of things um another thing that i kind of thought about a, a little bit and and this I don't think it's quite as as helpful as having an actual mentor, but I've gotten a lot of really good information and ideas and thoughts and you know things that have kind of helped me expand my mind, kind of like a mentor would, just by listening to podcasts. Yeah, you know, it, you you should expand your web repertoire past the Holland Assets podcast. I mean, it's a really <laughs> good one, but there's some other good ones out there that are business focused that uh, they can teach some really good principles and yeah. Um, that, you just, it's just one of those things where you just always need to be trying, need, need to be learning. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, you just start swimming in the water, right? You, you may not know everything about the environment, about entrepreneurship, but if you just start, uh, immersing yourself in, in that stuff. So whether yep. it's podcasts or books or joining those organizations or whatever, you just start swimming in the water and pretty soon by osmosis, you are absorbing a lot of the, the lessons that yeah. you need to, right? Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I produce a podcast. This is one that I don't host, but I do produce it for another small business owner. Uh, and he forwarded me an email from somebody who said, uh, you know, I was trying to accomplish X, Y, or Z. I listened to the first season of your podcast four times while I was going through this process. And it basically, you were my mentor. You just had no idea. So here's an email. Thanks for that. That's <laughs> you know? awesome. And yeah. it's, so it's, it may not be the end all, like you're saying, but it can be a good place to start. It is uh, just to start uh, immersing yourself. Yeah, Re- read. I like to read a lot. Um, you know, there's so many good business books out there. You know that that can just really teach you good business principles. Yeah. And so between listening to good podcasts on business, reading on business, that's that's a way that can you know 
fill a little chunk of what a mentor does, but that doesn't, they don't replace a mentor by any means. Right. Okay. So we've talked about who, what, when, and where that leaves us with why. Why? Uh, Now, at this point, we should probably lead with why, right? I mean, why have a mentor? Because of, well, all the things we've talked about for 20 minutes. Uh, but Chris, what sort of spin do you want to give to that question? Why mentorships? I just want to walk through a couple things of that I thought of why it's good to have one. So one, and we've talked a little bit about this already, it, it, it just kind of gives you a mentor can help you expand your vision a little bit. You know, in, in, instead of, you know, hey, I, I want to grow this this truck fleet to a five truck fleet. Well, okay, well, why, maybe why not 10? Or, you know, maybe does it make sense to have some other kind of revenue stream related, but, you know, not the same and, and, and they can just kind of help you expand your vision. Hmm. And, and vision is such a good thing. That's really what, you know, it, it's your goal of where you want your business to be. Okay. Um, they can help you find resources. You know, a lot of the times you're going through business and it's, it's hard to solve a problem. Um, you know, you just hired a new employee. Well, how do I pay payroll taxes? How do I do this? How do I do that? Oftentimes a, a good business mentor can point you in the right direction for some of those resources. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, my brother Chet and I in, at Motor Carry HQ, we're, we're kind of getting to the point where we need a little bit more help with accounting and with some of our processes and some things. And, you know, he's got a, a good friend that, um, runs a business that's a little bit bigger than ours. It's kind of funny, and Chet was saying this today. Um, they he, he feels like they're two or three years ahead of us, and so whenever we need, like we were ready to hire a, a dedicated HR person, mm. and he had just hired one, and so we, you know, picked his brain quite a bit on hiring that. We're looking at hiring a, a an accounting firm that can kind of help us improve some of our processes, and you know, actually do some of our. Um, accounting controls better than what we're doing right now. And, and he's helped us find a person that can, can do that. And so, you know, a a good mentor can help you find some of those resources to solve problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So any other whys you want to go through? Um, yeah, they can help you avoid mistakes. That's big. Yeah. That's a big, that's a, that's a good one. Um, another thing that I think a mentor can do, and this is kind of, we've talked a little bit about this with business partners. Some of, some of our listeners will have business partners, other ones won't. And just like a business partner, a mentor can kind of help you help hold you accountable to like, if you create goals and make sure you're following through with some of those things Mm -hmm. and, and and achieving those goals, you know, it's always, you know, like when you're losing weight, it's always good to have somebody that you got to tell every week how much weight you lost or where you're at or if you had a good week or not, it, it kind of, at least for me, that always gives me a little bit more pressure to follow <laughs> right. through. So your mentor is your, your business personal trainer. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. So yeah. Anything else on this one? Um, yeah, this, the, the last one, and there's kind of two parts with this too, is a mentor will save you time. And, and when I say save you time, a good mentor can save you years. Like they can be the difference between, you know, spending years gaining experience versus, you know, making a phone call and having a couple conversations with a mentor to overcome a problem. You know, like it it may take you years to gain the experience to be able to do, to solve a problem or achieve a goal, but a mentor can probably help you get there significantly faster. (laughs) Right. And it's, sometimes it comes down to learning from somebody else's mistakes, right? They had to go through the process of learning this thing. Uh, There was a a guy I knew, an older man, very much older man, 
uh, gosh, a decade ago, I was talking to him and I might've even relayed this to you on a previous episode, but he says, uh, says good judgment comes from experience. Unfortunately, experience often comes from bad judgment. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> use, so true. use someone else's bad yeah. judgment, right? Absolutely. Save yourself some time. Yeah, ho- hopefully we've done a little bit of that here on this podcast too. It just it just kind of boils down to a good mentor can help you get from, if you want to be that 100 truck fleet, it can help you get from one to 100 trucks in probably a fraction of the time that it would take you to just do on your own. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, you said there were two parts to the saving time, right? What's the other one? Um, that that was kind of it. I, oh, okay. I kind of lumped them into one. All Sorry. Right. There we go. Oh, well, you, you were so slick. Your transitions, you your transitions were so smooth, you might as well take my job, Chris. Flawless. <laughs> Flawless victory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Chris, that's good. The five W's of mentorship. Obviously, if people have questions about this, uh, they can check the full show notes. We'll have links to you know, SBA.gov and some other things on there, I'm sure. Uh, so check the full show notes at Holland Assets LLC. Don't forget to go to MotorCarrierHQ.com to start that journey. Um, and I'm sure a coach there would give you a lot of these resources also. Uh, And uh, Chris, we should follow up with an impact tip before we go today. So uh, what do you got for me? This impact tip comes courtesy of Tyler Quick. You'll remember him from way back in episode three. Okay. So 90 plus episodes ago, um, he was was talking a little bit about um, an experience and said, don't lose your childhood confidence my childhood confidence yeah if you think about it if you've ever observed toddlers i mean you've got some toddlers you've got younger kids than i I do do. but you observe those young kids and they'll they'll do things you'll watch them do things that you know like oh this isn't going to end so well but they've got the confidence to do it and they may fail a lot of the times but that's how they learn and and that's you know, we kind of have to revert back to that is we've got to gain that childhood confidence where we just kind of, to a certain extent, feel invincible and we're going to go and try to do something even though we may fail or. Yeah. Yeah. I have noticed this in my kids where it, it's not, it's not that you want to be ready and willing and eager to do something stupid, but what it, I, I've always in, interpreted it as I've watched my kids as a lack of embarrassment. Yeah. It's okay to fail. It's a, you know, you're learning to walk and it's okay to fall down. Or, you know, my eight-year-old is learning the piano and he's just getting to the age where it's actually getting more difficult for him to keep learning because he's embarrassed when he gets things wrong, right? <laughs> so if you can, if you can understand that it's okay, it's okay to mess it up. Oh, here's a good story for you. That same eight-year-old, why, three, four years ago, gave him his first taste of video gaming. He'd been watching me play a video game for a year and he was so excited. And I said, it's finally your turn to try it. And he got the controller in his hands and about eight seconds later, he died on the video game. <laughs> and I, you know, I knew this was going to happen. He didn't understand it because he'd never seen me die on the video game. I was pretty good at it. He, you've never seen somebody cry like that in your life. <laughs> he didn't, didn't understand. I kind of had to explain to him, like, it's okay. This is how you figure the game out by, you know, going over and over and over it. And um, fast forward, he's actually now better than I am at that video game. It's kind of stupid. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, no, I like this, that childhood confidence. Yeah, it, it, you, you just, you've got to be willing to fail. And so like, let's relate this to finding a mentor. You, know, you may need to go talk to 10 mentors and potential mentors and get rejected nine times to find the one that's a good fit for you. Mm. And and you just can't be afraid to do that. You can't be afraid to be embarrassed. You can't be afraid to fail. You know, it's 
it's just, it's one of those things. Like it's going to make you a better person. It's going to make your business better. So even though it may be a little awkward, it may expose you to some embarrassment or an uncomfortable conversation. Just do it. Yeah. Well, here, here. All right, Chris. Uh, anything else we need to do to close out this episode? I feel like we wrapped it up in a nice bow. That's it. Okay. Well, Chris, I will see you in a couple of weeks as we go over at that point, February financials for this year. Uh, so people should be looking forward to that. Yeah, do I have any previews on this? It's going to be a good month. I oh, think. really? I, I, I haven't, I've, I've looked at the top line revenue. Um, truck five was in full force. Oh, that's right. So it's going to be, uh, there might be some records. Hey, well, it's a, been a string of good months. Let's keep it going, Chris. I will see you then. See ya.